Pay close attention to what the Word of God says. Speak not evil of one another, brethren. Talking about Christians. Talking bad about one another. He that speaketh evil of his brother and judges his brother speaketh evil of the law and judges the law. But if thou judge the law, thou art not a doer of the law, but a judge. There is only one lawgiver who is able to save and to destroy. Who art thou that judges another? Go not to now, ye that say, Today or tomorrow we will go into such a city and continue there for a year and buy and sell and get gain. Whereas you know not what shall be on tomorrow, what, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanisheth away. For that ye ought to say, if the Lord will, we shall live and do this or that. But now you rejoice in your boastings. All such rejoicing is evil. Therefore, to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin. Father, I thank you for your holy word. I pray that you'd help us as we look at life as just a, uh, just a vapor, just a, a few mist. As we pass through this life, Lord, may we realize and know who we are and who we're supposed to be serving. In Jesus' name, amen. Like vapor, life has a way of slipping away uh, right from the start. Uh, right before our very eye, well, I was born in 1947. I accepted the Lord in 1959, and I chose my profession in 1966. I chose my life's mate in 1970. Our first child was born in 1975. I surrendered to preach. In fact, I, I got my, uh, not my call, I mean, not from me, but uh, I got God's call for my profession in 1976 to our second child was born in 1982. In June of 1982, our second child was born, and we became pastor of Earl's Grove for 27 years, and somewhere around 2010, 10 and a half, 11, you called me to be here. And I'm thinking, I'm looking back at my life, and I'm thinking, where, where is time gone? And all the places God has allowed me to be, I praise his name for for all of those that he allowed me to be. Some I was that he, he didn't allow me to be. I just was. And, um, you know, I can't go back and change that. Psalm 103, verses 14 and uh, 16 make, makes mention of grass. We are like grass. Uh, you know, the grass can be pretty and green, and you can run across it with a lawnmower and cut it, and a day or two later, I mean, it looks like we mowed it down, ready to bail hay. Because it's withered, it's died. First um, Peter chapter one verse twenty four and James says we are as a vapor. We only appear for a little while and then it's over with. We're gone. The Bible also makes mention that we fly away. So when you think about vapors of life, the vanishing of vapor, just a mist. First of all, we don't need to be foolish. According to verse 14, 
The first part, whereas you know not what shall be on tomorrow. You know, yesterday is gone, tomorrow never comes. We only have, uh, have today, and so according to that verse, we need to be close, pay close attention, and in our decisions that we may not make foolish decisions. Um, we need to spend our time wisely. Proverbs uh, 15.5 says, A foolish person defies his father's instructions. I'm glad that my daddy gave me instructions. I'm glad that I remember those instructions. And when I'm doing a lot of things, I think about him and the instructions uh, that he gave me. Psalm 53 Verse 1 says, the, the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. And how in the world can a person say that other than a fool? To, to not believe that there is a God that keeps, if nothing else, just keeps this world tilted at the right angle so the sun don't burn us up and so we don't freeze to death. It's amazing. How can a person say, you know, there is no God, only a fool, a, a lost uh, person. People might sometimes, they, they tell me or they might tell you, I'm an atheist. Well, I don't know where they are or not. They say they are because they don't believe in God. Well, what do you believe in? You know, the, the millennial crowd now, when you say, do you believe in God? The, the question they ask you back is, which God? Which God? I told you about the Muslim that came to the house and said he, he was Muslim and uh, he told me who he believed in, who he worshiped and served. I said, well, he's dead, ain't he? I said, I serve the Lord Jesus. And he was dead. And he's alive. And we've got to, you know, we got to be wise uh, in our choices and be ready to enter that narrow gate uh, that the Bible talks about. Because we're going to soon vanish away. We're going to soon fly away to that home that, that the Lord Jesus has gone to prepare for us. So we need to make, um, be, be not foolish, but be wise. Second thing, we're talking about uh, vapors of life. We're here just a little bit and we're gone. According to verse 15, we see the, the, uh, that we should do the will of the Lord. Verse 15 says, for ye ought to say, if the Lord will. You know, I'm going to do this and so tomorrow if God wills. I'm going to do this, that, and the other this week. And I always try to say, if, if God wills, that's what I want to do or that's what I plan to do. Um, you shall live and do this or that. Um, you know, we need to be sure. We need to be sure that we're saved. We need to be, uh, be sure we're, we're baptized the way Jesus was baptized. We need to be sure uh, that we are a faithful member of a Bible-preaching church. Now, I'm going to tell you, there are many churches out there. And, uh, you know, they're, they're just churches, okay? And many of them are not preaching the, the pure gospel, the meat of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. I won't call their names, but I, this man today after dinner, he said, you know, our church is just falling apart. So we didn't have a 14 there for worship. And said, our preacher said, you said do away with all committees. He said, when I heard him say that, I told him, there ain't no way Kenny Owen said that. I said, I know him. Then the man, then the preacher told him, he said, 
He said he worked for you too. I said, no, sir, he never worked a day in his life for me. He don't live in the parsonage. He said the parsonage wasn't fit to be lived in. And he could make more money somewhere else. I said, get out of Dodge. I mean, how in the world? That's what we got in our county, y'all. I mean, we got some people who, hey, I'm, I need to be careful how I judge, all right? But we got some guys, I'm not sure that God's called them. I mean, I'm sorry. You, we, a church needs to, to investigate a pastor and find out where he was last and what kind of pastor preacher was he and what does he believe in. Some don't believe in the virgin birth. Well, we need to be sure we're in a Bible teaching, preaching church. If we aren't, if the man's not going to leave, then you need to leave because you're being underfed, okay? And if I cease to do it, hey, you need to say, t- hey, call me on the carpet. Blister him. Hey, has God called you? Ask him point blank. Who called you to preach? Where did you go to school? Where did you pastor last? How long did you stay there? No, bless them. Some churches, bless their heart, they just so down, uh, they'll just take anybody. You can take a coon dog, he'll howl. Right? I mean, he will. We need to be faithful. We really need to be faithful to God's house and his calling. And be sure that we're faithful to tell the story just like it's supposed to be, just like according to the Bible. You know, if I, if I go into a home and I share Jesus with somebody and you come behind me and share Jesus with somebody, it needs to, the stories need to match. I mean, they need to match. If they don't, that person's going to be confused and, you know, we're not doing the will of the Lord. I think many times the reason some churches are in trouble is that they're not doing the will of the Lord. They're just, well, he's our pastor and, and we got to, no, you ain't got to follow him. The Bible talks about the blind leading the blind, don't it? One going to fall in the ditch. I mean, it's sad, y'all. It is very sad. I think of our rest home people who did the will of the Lord as long as they were living. And there's hardly not a one that uh, they'll say, I I wish I could go to church again. And yet we got people, hey, you look at the empty pews tonight. Where are they? They're going to wish probably one day, oh, I wish I'd have been faithful to church because now I can't go and I want to go. Doing the will of the Father. Where in the world does it say, you don't have to go to church? Man told me one time, he said, I don't have to be there every time the doors are open. I said, no, sir, you don't. But if you're saved, you ought to want to be. You ought to want to be. Uh, Well, he raised two girls. I begged him, get the girls in there. Nope, sorry. They'll come when they get old enough. They got old enough. They got pregnant before they got married. They did drugs. Their youngest do drugs. Their grand youngest do drugs. Some of them done dead and gone. I mean, what does people expect? You leave the Lord out of your life. Bible talks about sin when it's finished brings forth death. So when we think about vapor's life, we don't have long here. We just don't have long. You know, our little four-year-old grandson came to the house. About the time I got in there, good, here he comes, granddaddy. Well, I was tired, okay? I wanted to sleep, okay? I needed to change clothes, okay? I needed to go through the care cards. I, I needed to study for tonight. And I thought, you know, this is a 
precious moment. So he says, come sit with me on the couch. So I sat with him on the couch, and he got his little iPad out, and here he went saying, he, he, what you want to do? I said, let's do that one. Well, <laughs> I dozed off to sleep. And I woke my head laying over against his, and I felt his head move, and I opened my eyes, he's looking straight up at me. I think, Lord, I done fell asleep on him. But he didn't get, he didn't say, Granddaddy, you got to wake up. Uh-uh. He asked me again, said, what else you want to do? <laughs> but this spending time, time. You can tell them you ain't got time, okay? Tell them you ain't got time now. And they'll tell you later they ain't got time. You know, take time. Um, when we think about vapors of life, we, we don't need to make foolish choices. And, and we need to be about the, the will of the Father. And we don't need to let self get in the way. Look at verse 16. But now you rejoice in your boastings. All such rejoicing is evil. Nothing I've done to get to where I am. Hello? Nothing. It's God that has got me and blessed me to the point to where I am. And I can't brag, I can't boast about anything. Don't let self get in the way. I'm my world's worst enemy. And when I think about that, in the, in the Gospel of Luke, uh, chapter 12, it's talk, it talks about the foolish farmer. I mean, he had a bumper crop and he said, I don't know what I'm going to do with all this. But then his self got in the way and said, I'm going to turn down my old barns. I'm going to build new, bigger barns and fill them up. And I'm going to sit back and say, so you have done good. And I'm just going to just take it easy. And God said, you fool, tonight, tonight, your soul will be required of you. Then who's all these things going to be. The amplified version of that verse 16 says, but as it is you, you boast and you boast falsely in your presumption of your self-conceit. All such boasting is wrong, period. You know, as I said, God's blessed me with, with a wonderful wife and two good young'uns and two good daughter-in-laws and, and, and uh, seven grandchildren and a great church. I'm blessed. I'm blessed more than I will ever deserve. I can't do anything to deserve what God has blessed me with. And we need to make sure, last of all, that our, our doing good is for the Lord. Look at verse 17. Therefore, to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin. If you know to do right, do it. And I think of these uh, the good things that we can do for the Lord. I just named a few, and I'm sure you can add to this list. Good deeds, helping the elderly, you know, helping the elderly, helping the handicapped, helping the needy, helping the hungry, giving to the church, telling the lost about Jesus. All these things are good, but we need to give the Lord credit for it. You know, we need to want to. I told Lynn yesterday, we had a very busy, a very busy week, and I says to her, you know, I'm, I still feel good, I'm still going, and uh, I said, you know, ministry is not that hard if you just get out and do it. The preacher says to me, he says, what do you think I need to do? I said, I'll tell you exactly what you need to do. You need to love your people. You need to visit your people. 
and you need to preach the word. I said, if you do those three things, I know them people, you can die at that church. But they don't stay. Two years, three years, they're fluttering away somewhere else. Well, to not do good is a sin against ourselves and a sin against God's work. You know, I can't be everywhere. I can't pastor but one church. And, you know, people call on me and I... I you know, and I'm just gullible enough that I'm not tied up or tied down, I'll, I'll jump on it. I'll go do it. Some say, well, you're trying to get somebody's members? No, that'd be the last thing I'd want to do. Well, that's nothing to brag about, taking somebody's church members away. Well, we have one life to live. What we do for Jesus, listen, is the only thing that's going to count. There's nothing else worth doing. And when we read this word right here, and hey, I'm guilty. Speak not evil of one another, brethren. He that speaketh evil of his brother and judges his brother speaketh evil of the law and judges the law. And if thou judge the law, thou art not a doer of the law, but a judge. And there's only one judge, and that's God Almighty. We'll judge the quick and the dead he will judge you and he will judge me father thank you for your word Lord, we understand and we realize life is short you said one day with you is as a thousand years and a thousand years is as one day lord i pray that you'd help us to use our time wisely no matter where we are or what we're doing that we'd be a witness for you that we would set an example for you and lord i thank you for those who have chosen to come this way tonight and i pray that you'd bless them bless their home bless them on their work and the jobs and the places they'll be and the things they'll do tomorrow in jesus name amen whatever